everybody this is expat and this is i and this is the, the zine zone. zone we are at the park today we are in another park this is hyde park hyde park here in toronto this is a wonderful day again hot and humid but we are surrounded by, by nature and dogs dogs, dogs <laughs> uh, what else um ants Mops, lots of trees etc etc flies so, yeah. <laughs> so we are recording here our four episode. Imagine it is four episode wow. already, and uh, we are so glad that a lot of people from all around the world have been listening to us, and we are so glad and grateful for all of you who have been uh, listening to us. Thank so you very thank much. Thank you so much. So without any further ado, Zai is gonna do our first review of this week. Do, 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 do. Go ahead. <laughs> um. The zine is called The Stay-at-Home Girlfriend, number 33, by Ken D.P. This zine is 28 pages, done in black and white photocopy, has a drawing of a potted plant on the cover, some cute drawings in the zine, and also some cute stickers throughout the zine, too. Since this is the 33rd issue of this zine, that means there are 32 zines which were created previous to this one. Wow. Wow. It's a lot. Yes. This zine features some personal things going on in Kendi's life. What it's like for her to live in the Bay Area, specifically Modesto, California. It's, it also features what I like, some recipes for folks to try, all vegan, kitchen experiment in making vegan cereal marshmallows, Animal Crossing New Horizons game, things I like the smell of, 4am musings, books I have enjoyed the last few months, a white dove spotting, salty shower ritual, what I have done during quarantine, fire season in California, musings from the perspective of her two cats, Mortis and Maddie, and her chicken, Rudini. All come with adorable drawings, a song playlist, and the back of the cover is a drawing of a mask with hearts, and above and below the mask it reads, wear a mask for fuck's sakes. Wow. I'll read three passages from the scene. Let's see. I started this scene a few weeks before COVID-19 hit and we went into lockdown. I was feeling inspired to create a zine, but once lockdown started happening, my enthusiasm for creating went out the door. I should also mention that a week before the COVID-19 outbreak, Matt brought home a flu bug from his job. I got it a few days later and felt awful. He kept saying it was a respiratory infection, but when I started spending a lot of time on the toilet and I could not eat, so I knew it was the flu. I called the doctor and she said it sounded like influenza B and a possible ear infection, so I got antibiotics. Then two weeks later, Matt had to pack up his office workstation and bring it all home and start working from home. With all of his computer equipment, he brought home another bug and we were both sick for a few days things i like the smell of fresh baked bread dark roast coffee french fries the tops of my kitty's heads that's sweet sweets being baked pasta sauce simmering on the stove even the jar stuff the first flowers in spring fresh popped popcorn 
As I finish up editing this scene, California is having another horrible fire season. Fires are as close as 30 minutes away from us. The sky is gray, ash swirls around like small snow snowflakes when you step outside. The moon is discolored red, even inside the house it smells like fire. Dry lightning storms continue to plague us. Last night our house not only lit up with shocks of lightning outside, but the walls shook as thunder swept through Modesto and headed north. Then some idiots the next block over thought fireworks were appropriate to bring out. Ugh. If you have any good juju, please send it over to California. <laughs> uh, Kendi's website is www.missmuffcake.com. Their Etsy shop is etsy.com slash ca slash shop slash missmuffcake. And her contact info along with this scene will be added to our social media for those interested in looking at the scene. Wow, what's the name of this scene again? Uh, the stay-at-home girlfriend number 33. The stay-at-home girlfriend. Yeah. Interesting. As you were reading uh, one of the the parts of this scene, it got me thinking about what 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 smell do I like? And mm -hmm. uh, one of the, my favorite smells is the smell after the rain. Mm. You know, after it rains, you go mm -hmm. out, like especially if you're in the in the forest yeah. or in a park or something. Yeah, that smell is like so fresh, mm -hmm. and for some reason, every time it rains, I try to go to the park nearby so I can sit down for a few minutes. I just smell that freshness. So good. Thank yeah. you, Zai, for your review. And I'm, I'm thinking about what my favorite smell is. And my favorite smell, especially when I'm walking down the street, I seem to catch the, the smell of uh, fabric softener. Mm. The for, fabric for some softener. Yeah, for some reason, that's one of my favorite scents. That's true, that's true. When I do the laundry, I, I take a moment to smell. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this fabric it smells softener. so good. Not like gasoline, though. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I get it, it's I like get it. No, it smells the gasoline. <laughs> So now it's my turn um, to, to do the review and for today actually I, I don't have different um, zines to review. I have one, one, one series of zines to review. So in this first part I'm gonna, I'm gonna review two zines. And then in the second part, I'm gonna review other two zines, but because are this are the same, it's just like a different portion. But I'm gonna tell you why. As some of you may know, and if you don't know, uh, I am expat, and I'm an I'm an immigrant to this land. But I'm also a, a professor now, so I'm a professor at the university, and as such, I am in the academic world. And having finished the PhD, well, you imagine that I like this zine that is called Adventures in Academia 1, 2, and 3. And then the last issue is uh, a collective zine. And I think I've seen this coming up more and more often. There's a lot of collective zines. Postcard life in the time of COVID-19. Yes, post, po post grad. Post grad life <laughs> in the post. time of COVID-19. <laughs> what did I say? I post grad. Po I, I don't I, remember. I think I said post things. Maybe. Yeah, I it's can't, fine. I can't no worries. No worries. <laughs> so what I wanted to say in my first uh, review of the two of them is the first one 
Uh, the Adventures in Academia number one, the title is I Have No Idea What I'm Doing. And it's a, um, it's a, uh, let me see what color is this. It's a pink cover, back cover color, and it's typed, printed on white paper inside. Uh, one of the interesting things about this zine, or the not interesting things, because as you, as I mentioned last time in the other podcast episode, I don't like zines that have full text. Mm. Why? Because I am an academic, so I am used to see text all my week. So I prefer zines that are more like art or mm -hmm. photography or mm -hmm. comics or mm -hmm. have some kind of visuals. Mm -hmm. But something different. But 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 because this is adventures in academia, mm -hmm. so I would uh, so the expectation is or not the expectation. It looks like there's a lot of text, and mm -hmm. I don't mind reading through this one because it's, it's sort of uh, I never thought that this would be possible that somebody would write something related to how we feel mm -hmm. in the academic world right mm -hmm. so that's why I, I love this one right and then I'm just gonna read a little bit oh I'm telling you what is it uh, in this first edition is applying for a PhD um, they also talk about um, after being accepted for the PhD, starting the PhD, my research subject, academic writing, support networks, mental health, studying at distance, at a distance, conferences and networking, supporting yourself, etc., 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 and looking forward, what's going to happen after you finish the PhD, right? And in the last page, or the second to last page, um, they actually wrote something uh, by hand, like a list. And this is a list, uh, list your achievements. Don't rely on others to do this. So I'm gonna read them. And it says, in my first nine months, I rewrote my proposal. I adjusted to life and routine outside of a nine to five job. I had four, four conference papers accepted. I wrote two extended pieces of writing. I had two journal articles accepted. I found ways to make weekly traveling less exhausting. I done steps to support and nurture my mental health. I stopped feeling quite so intensely, intensely like an imposter, and I stopped working all the time. So, as 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 a professor researcher, I find this very important. Mm -hmm. I encourage folks out there um. to. To read this i just wanted to ask a question yeah, yeah. did you do you see any similarities where there's things said in the scene that uh, you could relate with like yeah i yeah exactly that's exactly what i was going to to say like in this specific scene uh, the section that stood out to me was the the support networks mm -hmm. i think as a phd student it's important to seek help mm -hmm. i mean help but yeah mental health of course but the one that is most important is is uh, support mm -hmm. and support from your fellow uh, academics your student uh, other students and create networks and create research groups mm -hmm. study groups etc etc and support each other because this tends to be this uh, phd journey tends to be a little bit um lonely so it's important to do that, and in, in the issue number one, that is that's, that's what she's trying to say. And then I forgot to mention that the person who made this, his name is Kirsty Five. Five, I guess that's how you pronounce it. 
and you can find them at fariunbound at gmail.com but uh, before finishing my section I want to talk about the adventures in academia number two mm -hmm. because all of these is like a like a journey right that's why I, I picked all of these ones as opposed to different ones today so we can see all the journey and then the second one's title is this feels weird and it's a uh, it's a green um, it's a green uh, cover and again it's typed and then it has a few drawings in the back but this second one is sort of continuing the journey of being an academic or even in the PhD program uh, she talks about lessons I've learned so far I do actually know what I'm doing but I still burn out because I work too much and say no stuff that isn't useful or important to me um, well, they, have, they, they talk about a data collection, the ethics of data collection, doing the PhD about your community, it feels weird, etc., etc. But I do want to read that she mentions, I wanted to write down everything I've done to make money in the last 15 months as an attempt to understand the amount of work I've juggled to make it work. Mm -hmm. Right, and then as PhDs, you know, we don't have much money, to be honest with you. And then she said it, and then I, as, as I experienced as well, we don't have much money, so we have to find other sources of income. Mm -hmm. And then she, what she did was zine making workshops, arts event, invigilation, cam work, social media, community management, marking course and dissertations, a short-term research associate post, illustration, seminar teaching giving lectures, co-running a distance learning module, freelance programming, mm -hmm. zine fairs, mentoring and supervising a dissertation, commission to create a zine resource. Mm -hmm. So as you imagine, PhD life is not only one thing, but we have to figure it out many other things that are happening. Mm -hmm. uh, in the last part, it has, it has a few drawings, and the one that caught my attention was the last page drawing that she, she talks about the food. Food that should receive acknowledgments in my PhD, and I, I relate to that. So post-therapy cake, mm. train pa pastries, coffee, of course, <laughs> freezer falafel wraps, grilled cheese sandwiches with mustard and oh, pickles. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Quesadillas made with leftovers mm. and fruit, fruit for quick energy. So... Um. So did you get a lot from like reading these zines? Like did these it tell two? you things that you already know or did it add like anything else that you were no, aware I, of? I, I don't think there's much to add because what they what they talk about in these scenes mm -hmm. is like like everything that we have learned throughout it's difficult, it's not easy. Everybody thinks it's easy, but it's difficult. It's a, it's a painful experience, mm -hmm. but it's rewarding in the end and then when I talk about that I will be talking about in my second part of the reviews um, because they, they have other two that I will talk about in the end okay. to sort of how they wrap up. Sounds good? All right, so now is uh, Zai's uh, time for the vault. Yes. So. so this is the vault. So this scene from the vault is called Licking Stars from Ceilings and it's the first issue. Issue number 10 is from 2009, so this was before then, possibly 2008 or 2007. It could be from 13 or 14 years ago. The zinster goes by a different name now, so I will not give out her info as this scene was created in a different time in their life, and her views are different. 
Also, the scene is no longer being printed by the zinster and they have moved on to other writings and projects. There are writings in the scene that sound like poetry. The pain laced in the words throughout is apparent to me. There is also poetry and drawings. It is black and white, quarter size, and pretty raw in its poetry and writing. And I'm going to read a couple of pages from this scene. I'll try to fill you in if you promise to actually listen. But what I'm trying to tell you, that feminism isn't dead. I've got proof that we're still here, playing just as hard, wanting just as much, no more than the boys. Yesterday I pissed at the high school I used to go to, drunk, Sunday evening with my sister. We pissed at our old high school and turned the garbage cans upside down. I was so glad to. I wrote Dyke Pride all over the walls. Oh, and I do remember when they called me that there. And how then it was really hard for me to deal with, but now I've really come into my own as queer. I'm getting away from my original point though, which was Riot Girl is not dead. It just has different names. It always has. And I read online today that Riot Girl is dead. It's not, and it's not even sleeping. Um, it smells like my past here. I can smell it in the shampoo I washed my hair with tonight. What is that smell? And I've got it up my nose, staining my memory. I'm trying to get a hold on that girl I used to be all those years ago. I can't even remember last month, but that's okay. This pothead memory is good for me. I don't have to think about the time between September and May that I spent with a girl, a girl who I loved who broke my heart. You know this story and I do not want to talk about it. That's why I love all this forgetting, a moment here, a moment there, remembered, an impression, a shift in reality as time folds back on itself and my mind reaches through history to a place called before. But I can't hold on to it for long. I remember her hands, but it's hard to believe they used to touch me. Girl, did you ever love me? She said she did, and that's why she stayed. I was never sure if I believed her. Sometimes I felt sure enough. I loved her so much, and that's why I stayed. The city smells so much like her. Every place is a place we were together. But here, out here, it smells more like a time before I even knew her. I'm coming back here. Um, licking stars off, ce off ceilings will be posted on our social media for those interested in taking a look inside the vault. All right, thank you so much, uh, Zai, for the vault. It's always good to know what uh, people were writing uh, a long time ago, and that's very important. So, okay, so now I'm going to continue, right, uh, describing to you the other, the other two parts of the of this series of the Adventures in Academia number three. It is a light blue cover type inside and the cover looks like it was made by hand but I'm not sure sometimes they use fonts that look like it's made by hand but I, I don't know I can I, I don't I, I, may, I, I may not be sure about it and the this one actually has a comic in one of the pages about burnt out feels like oh my god so it's like a great comic is about uh, burnt out and then in this specific um, edition number three it talks about working from home and well-being everything related to how to clear the workspace with uh, creating a work environment how to work hours um, and sending us the message that it's okay to lie in you don't have to work all day 
uh, on, on, on your work, but you can take little breaks, take your, make sure to take your lunch break, to do some exercise, to choose different places of work to work, in the kitchen maybe. I mean, it happened to me. I remember it happened to me when I, when, when I was a PhD, I ended up work, uh, working in the kitchen because mm -hmm. I got tired, you know, during COVID, like you have to be indoors, then in the kitchen, mm -hmm. then in the bedroom, then in the living room and everywhere, mm -hmm. place, changing places, right? Mm -hmm. So they're all, uh, describing all of these things as well, juggling, organizing, cultural production and research, um, applying to funding to support events because like, like I said before, and they say before is like uh, we we don't have much money as PhD students, so they have to do a lot of fundraising to to find some work. Also, they are giving some advice on writing up uh, with writing tar targets, for example, starting writing early on. Again, continue with the idea of peer writing groups, getting a lot of support as well. And um, yeah, and, and also talking about that, academic people can be dicks and then <laughs> and then they are just just writing about why this is happening do you find that to be true yourself yeah of course there are a bunch of dicks out there like yeah. thinking they think they are better than everybody else they are there in the top of the pyramid or whatever do, do, do they is there a reason for that or because they think that they have all the knowledge in the world right like they are supposed to be the best of the best phds with experiences and you know that's, that's what they think and then because they they think they have all the knowledge, then they, they think that you are just useless or worth, worthless. So if I am not like even have like a PhD and I'm just like, you know, an average person, well, you are an average person. then I am, who, who am I to this person? Exactly. Exactly. That's what they are. That's yeah. what they're thinking. Like, oh, well, so. but this oh, well, you work in construction. I'm a doctor, you know, uh, or, 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 you know, I, 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 yeah, like, or I got my, you know, I'm a, my graduate degree or whatever i'm in medical school or exactly well that, that's that's exactly what happens so one uh, one passage that i wanted to read to you on this um, uh, third installment of adventures in academia is the the future or the future mm -hmm. work which is where i'm at now and she says now i passed the halfway point of my phd i'm starting to think about what's next after this i guess thinking about this now is partly due to the normal fear of having no money to pay the bills in September 2021. I still find myself comparing my own experience of PhD progression to that of middle class peers who are able to do a few unpaid months for a whole full year. Or maybe even just not think about jobs and money until the PhD is done. I'm still probably working too hard because of my fear that I'll run over into the fourth year uh, in which I'm working full-time and trying to finish the PhD. I don't have a parental home that I can stay in rent for free, a financial safety net, so I'm constantly aware that I'm going to need to bounce straight from into, uh, into something else. So she continues talking about what the future of the PhD is going to be for her. Mm -hmm. And I think I must agree with her because I just finished the PhD and I been through this process of fear of what's going to happen in September 2021. That's where I'm at right now. Like, like all the funding has gone and now it's like what to do? Applying for jobs and all this stuff. So that's one of the things that, that she's finishing up with that version number um, three. And the last but not least is the, the, the most recent one, uh, which is post-grad life in the time of COVID. 
which I love it because it's a collective zine and a bunch of people have sent her like how what it means to uh, do a PhD during the COVID and then this one specifically it's in black and white and it has more graphics comics etc 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 and different types of things that they they actually um, are representing what it means to be working during the pandemic and then my favorite one is this one that is a, a sort of like a drawing of a desk and a computer etc etc and then it has printer doesn't work but it's large and then the computer has a little windows of, of zoom of like a appears to be a zoom meeting and it says zoom welcome interaction with other humans say hello you are muted and then another piece of part it says notebook and pens ready for wise words of lectures headphones because invaluable with video calls always missing not picture brother working at next desk also on a zoom call so this this um, volume so to speak is is also full of drawings like i said earlier and now my second favorite one is this one which is full of cats cats i met during COVID. so this person has henny henny king leo screaming bob and alice <laughs> and these are all the drawings of the cats the person met during the COVID. now i do recommend uh, anybody who's interested in a, in a in do, pursuing a PhD mm. to to buy and support the work of uh, Kirsty Kirsty Five Kirsty Five and I think I think you should you should reach out support her work I will support her meaning that I will ask my students to buy uh, this important resource I wanted to ask uh, now yeah. afterwards uh, that you that you finished your PhD. Do you find that if you care to share with the listeners, if yeah. um, if you find that there's a lot of unknowns happening right now after finishing PhD, yeah. like how to move forward? In yeah, the exa exactly. And I think I think uh, Kirsty pointed out really well, like these unknowns, like we don't know what's gonna happen because we have been so used to to being poor. We are so used to you know, uh, trying to make ends meet every day, figuring things out, do, getting jobs here and there to try to, to pay the bills, etc. So we have finished, or I have finished, and now the future is uncertain mm -hmm. because we're finished, or I'm finished, and, but then it's, it's, it's unknown, the future, basically. And not to discourage uh, anybody from the audience not to pursue the PhD, but uh, that's why I suggest actually everybody to, to buy this, mm -hmm. uh, these zines because it provides a lot of information that that you don't know when when to start a PhD and it gives you a lot of um, tips and uh, and advice on what to do and what not to do mm -hmm. and uh, uh, how to be uh, get, how to get some support etc etc so I think it's good uh, listeners if you care to like share your thoughts or ideas on this discussion about academia PhDs getting you know Grad, getting your degrees yeah getting your degrees your graduate degrees anything like out like that please share it with us let us know what you think yeah definitely we, we, we would love to hear feedback we're gonna do a poll or something on let Instagram us, let, as well let us know for we're wrong way in on this conversation what you feel like we should know yeah. um, points that we you thought were right whatever exactly all right and now I believe as I has another review for today to wrap up this part of the reviews 
What do you have for us? Um, this scene that I'm going to be talking about is called Tire Swing Number no. 3 by Yasmin. It's a quarter size zine and in black and white photocopy. This zine talks about Yasmin's brother's suicide. Uh, this zine is a letter to him. It's a zine that, as the intro states, contains discussions around suicide, grief, childhood abuse, addiction, and mental illness. Please kick, take care of yourself when you read this scene. You don't have to read it all at once. I find it helpful to read things that trigger intense emotions in smaller parts. Um, there are also listings for resources for those struggling on the second page. Uh, for example, uh, the Toronto Rape Crisis Center, Trans Lifeline, Toronto Distress Center, and um, I'm going to read some parts of this scene right now. Mm -hmm. I decided to make this scene in search for healing. I shared that I wish I could still talk to my brother, but that the idea of talking out loud was uncomfortable for me. My roommate suggested that writing him a letter would help me talk to him in a way that would be the most healing and the most comfortable to me. My intention in making this an open letter is also to connect not only with my brother, but also with others who have lost those they love to suicide. I hope that I can share some of my thoughts and pain with the universe and return find healing and strength. Dad just got back from Iraq a few weeks ago. Right after you died, there was also a funeral for you in Baghdad. Dad says that hundreds of people went. Everyone loved you, even people you never met. People have asked me if I ever saw any warning signs that you would kill yourself, and of course I did. But nothing I did changed that. Nothing you tried really helped, and I know you tried so much. I wish people would stop asking me if I saw any warning signs. It unfairly places responsibility and blame on me and my family and does not recognize how not everyone can be saved or wants to be saved. I think suicide is so stigmatized because people often talk about how it's in our nature, quote unquote, to survive at any cost. And I think that people have a hard time accepting that there are elements of society that are damaging and killing us. I think denying how toxic society can be is just easier. Um, I'm not sure if Yasmin is still printing this scene, but I'll give the email out just in case. Um, their email is genderfucked at gmail.com. And this scene, along with contact info, will be shared on our social media. Nice. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Very, very nice to know about this, um, this zine. All right, the last but not least is the time for the shout out of the day, Instagram shout out. And today is my turn. The Instagram that I want to highlight today is called Five O'Clock Zine. Um, it's, uh, you can find them on uh, Instagram as Five O'Clock Zine. Uh, it's, uh, it's a page or Instagram about zine reviews, book and zine reviews. And there is, you can, you can go there and browse any, any any one of the postings because all of them are about this person uh, just being himself and you know talking about the zines mm -hmm. and 
basically is doing the same thing that I'm doing here or that we are doing together here. He's doing it there. So I highly recommend you to either send them zines yes, for reviews, for reviews mm -hmm. or just go there and visit and listen because this is a good way to expand our networks, you know, following exactly. up on, on, on what uh, Christy said earlier about expanding. I support the zine community. Exactly. And we support each other. We yes. help each other, especially that we are in the international yeah. uh, zine, uh, zine month. One thing about zine community, actually one of many things, very, very supportive of each other. Exactly. So we are going to support five o'clock zine. Go ahead. Hit that Instagram, hit that button, like, subscribe, and show them their support. Say hi to them. What else do we have for... Okay, now we have some announcements yes. to say. Three announcements here. Three <laughs> announcements for everybody. Go ahead, Zai. Um, July is International Zine Month, as some of you may know. And today is July 18th, which is Zine Trade Day. Ask someone to trade or swap zines with you. The International Zine Month poster can be downloaded at stolensharpyrevolution.org. Click yeah. under Zine Events and Zine Fest and it can be found under IZM, also known as International Zine Month. For folks who are interested in participating still, it isn't too late, no right, to no right way to participate or for those who are curious about International Zine Month in general. And the second announcement, uh, Beginning in July, the Zine Zone podcast will be coming to you once a month instead of every two weeks. If this change is back to every two weeks, we will let we will let you listeners know. Exactly. And the third announcement is Expat and I will be hosting a Trading Zines event in August. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> August. August 8th in Toronto. Um, sorry, rest of the world. <laughs> If, if anyone in Toronto is listening to this podcast, please feel free to attend. We will be outside Allen Gardens from 3 to 6 on August 8th. The event will be listed on the Facebook page soon for those interested and in checking it out for more information. Exactly. We will be recording uh, our next episode on that day as well. And yeah. then we also want to make sure to... Uh, take some photographs maybe maybe depending on how many people come we may uh, shoot some videos and maybe interview a mm -hmm. few people so they can be on our next Podcast. episode yeah woohoo all right so Ex we have finished for today excited for this trading zines event exactly i think i, I love it i will love this uh, zine uh, trade event that we're yes. doing so that's it for today yes thanks i for for supporting us in the creation of this episode today. Thank you, expat. No problem. My name is expat. And I'm wonderful, interesting Zai. <laughs> because this is the Zine, Zine Zone. Zone. Bye, everybody. Have a good rest of the week. <laughs>